following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of the bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is, the Hood College bookstore has you covered for all your get school snack and clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Jesse Ramcharan, and the name of this podcast, Live, Laugh, and Limbless, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. Hello and welcome to Live, Laugh, and Limbless, a podcast where we discuss the countless experiences that I have undertaken throughout my life as a physically disabled person. I'm your host, Jesse Rancharan, and I'm here with Sky Hagaverdi. Woo! And today we're going to talk about Sky's experiences. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, Sky, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Sky. Uh, I'm a junior here at Hood, I'm an early childhood education major. Um, I've lived on campus for two years now. My freshman year, I was at home because of COVID. Um, I'm an incomplete paraplegic. I've been in a chair since I was two. So this is kind of like my normal, what I grew up with. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty independent, you know, pretty artsy. Just, I guess, like a brief overview, so. What do you think about, okay, now we're going to get into the accessibility of HUD. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I think uh, HUD advertises itself very well. Uh, so I was not, I never knew about HUD mm-hmm. coming in. I would always get, like, the little cards in the mail. Mm-hmm. But because of the name, I'd be like, this isn't, like, a real school. Yeah. Like, like no one, like, really knew about it. Um, and then when I was here for driving, I kept seeing the signs. Since I was here, I was like, all right, like we'll just drive. It looked cool. I was like, you know what? I needed like another safe school. I needed like another school. I originally didn't want to stay in state, mm-hmm. and I originally wanted to be like a journalist. Oh my gosh! So wait, this was not like. Oh my <laughs> Maryland was like not on my mind. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wait a second. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's so cool. So this was not, uh, like, my dream was to go to New York. Got oh, me. my, we are the same person. <laughs> like, I wanted to go to um, the new school. We are literally the same person. <laughs> That's where I applied. Unfortunately, Sky. the funds were not. Yeah. That, yeah. Not for it. And then I was always, like, journalism, pre-med, or teaching. Like, something pre-med. like Pre-med. Oh, yeah. my god. So I came in as a pre-med major. That was, like, my track. Oh, my god! It lasted a semester. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it lasted a COVID semester, too. That's mean it was not, yeah. not for me. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I wasn't, like, super interested, but I was like, let me take the tour. I ended up really liking it. 
Um, it was definitely advertised really well to me. Like, the school was so accessible. Like, we're so willing to work with you. And then also just for, like, I really liked, like I said, I liked it. It had really good programs for what I wanted to do, even if I did switch. And then I wasn't on campus my freshman year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So my sophomore year was really where I started seeing every single issue possible related to disabilities. Yeah. And um, I did consider transferring because of it. And I definitely still hold my belief strong that hood is good at advertising. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what you don't have to say it if you don't want to, but what are some of the issues? So I came in um, on my second day of class, sophomore year, um, like the second day. I had a classroom in the chapel basement. I, like I said, I never lived on campus. I didn't get an orientation because I was a sophomore. Like I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't know the campus. I was told you know, we'll take care of that. We look at it in the beginning of the year. I asked, you know, preemptively, like, hey, like, do I need to do anything? Like, I'm, I'm used to that. I'm used to school systems not working for me yeah. and having to do that. And they're like, no, 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 like, like, we're really good. We're on top of it. Well, they weren't. And so I walked in, and my, my professor, actually, who ended up teaching me in one of my education classes, like, sitting in there, like, talking, someone and then I was like is there like an elevator she's like I don't think so like I'm I'm new here but I don't think so and then I had to go down there on my second day of like college on campus and they're like oh I guess they changed it and we didn't catch it I was like how like how did you not catch that yeah so then like I was like all right you know it's just like everyone's back on campus COVID like I kind of excused it and then for education majors um, for early childhood and elementary uh, you're required to take foundation of education and then you're also required to take foundations of childhood development and both of those you're supposed to do an internship um, somewhere or an observation somewhere for I didn't I missed the foundations of education because I did it over COVID online but I was here for child development with Dr. TC that was my sophomore year in fall semester and we were supposed to go to Georgetown Hill which is like the little house that's next to like the alumni college um, that's actually a preschool, a private owned preschool. Ooh. And yeah. so they work with Hood and like we go over there and we like observe them, we teach them, we do like internships there. Well, <laughs> we walk over there, there's no ramp to get into the house. There's nothing, uh. nothing. So then I email them and they're like, oh, well, yeah, we just like didn't know. I was like, I've had this class like in my semester cart yeah since spring like you knew i was coming on camp you knew you knew a person in wheelchairs and i had nothing to do with my professor obviously yeah yeah so then that was like a back and forth and that's when i was really considering transferring oh my because God. i was like this is like, this is not right and then on top of that one day at tatum the elevator stopped working and i was not aware of it i had to email them about it i had to get them to change my class about it and they didn't tell me when they changed my class, my professor did. She emailed me in the middle of class because I thought they didn't change it. And she was like, hey, like they changed the room. I had no clue. And then like recently, this semester, I did have another incident where like no one told me the elevator was gonna be maintenanced in Tatum. And so I was sitting there and like they didn't tell anyone. And the school was like, 
Yeah, we didn't tell anyone. Like, no one knew about, like, they were supposed to tell people because I was in class. I was waiting. Yeah. And, like, just, like, other incidents I've heard of. And, like, they did eventually put the ramp, but it took forever because, hey, getting a ramp is hard. And, like, it's just, like, I'm not taken seriously here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but you, but you have this nice new building. Like, what does that do when it's you're... It's like, wow, there's five handicap rooms in there, and then I can't stay in any other place. Like, what, the basement of a building? Like, there's no other, like, you have one building with, like, what, like, five rooms, and then a, another building with, like, two in a basement. <laughs> like, Literally? <laughs> they don't, they don't communicate They at don't. All. There's no communication. No. It's, like, me having to do that. And, like I said, I'm used to that. That's how I, like, I always, I feel like, at least my perspective, like, I don't expect the world to be accessible. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I've, like, accepted that a long time ago. But when I, coming to a school that I'm paying for out of pocket, that I haven't taken student, I've been fortunate enough to not take student loans. So I am, this is my money out of my pocket. And then to be advertised, like, oh, we'll work with you, we'll do this. It's frustrating. It is frustrating. I expect a restaurant down the street to not be accessible. I don't expect the school that I'm paying $60,000 at that advertised to be accessible or even just work with me. I'm a very understanding person. If you email me, hey, elevator's down is for maintenance. Yeah, that makes sense. It's an old building. I don't care. Let's, I'll go on Zoom. My professor will excuse Let's work with it. But when yeah. you don't tell me and then sit there and have people on your staff refer to me as the handicapped in front of my face, or instead no way um, yeah like i've had these maintenance men like be like there's a handicapped here like what are we gonna do that's not my problem yeah you didn't um, tell me that what like oh my god and what i talked to these people i had a meeting with like the dean of students and, like their financial board and they're just like no oh, we'll do it we'll pro-. they're not changing it Mm-mm. like nothing is changing and i shouldn't have to be that one that does it like i am here for my education exactly i'm not here to make your school the most diverse school Right. Like, that's not my job. Literally. Don't be straight. Colleges have that, like, privilege to be straightforward about not being accessible. Mm-hmm. I've had schools tell me, don't come here. I've had Towson was one of them, Towson University. It's like, we can't accommodate you. Like, don't. And, yeah, it sucks. But I would rather have a school do that than a school advertise it and then not do anything at all. Yeah. That's just contradicting themselves. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm so sorry you have to go through that. <laughs> I've definitely, and, like, when the whole thing was happening with the elevator, like, I'm very fortunate that my professors do listen to me. Mm-hmm. They do also, like, because, um, again, it was for Dr. TC, like, it was, def- it was for her class, and, like, they emailed her more than they emailed me, and they, like, emailed, and they're, like, well, like, she told me, she, like, they asked if someone could carry you down the steps, and she was, like, no, and she's, like, was that? I was, like, yeah, absolutely not. Why would they even think that's like, an okay one, question? Like, I'm not comfortable with that. Two, it's, like, a liability. Anything happens, I can Im- immediately sue you. Yeah. Like, I can sue that person. Like, I would not put someone in that hands. I mean, I even feel weird with my friends picking me up. Yeah. Not for the fact of, like, I'm going to sue them, but, like, <laughs> for the fact that, like, I'm a, a grown woman. Yeah. And that's hard. I feel like if someone picked, if I didn't have my legs on and someone picked me up, yeah, I would feel like, oh, wow, I am disabled. Like, yeah, you know it, what I it's mean? It's very, like, a like self-esteem, like, yeah. degrading process. It is degrading. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's very much, like, and then I feel like they try to, like, pity you. Mm-hmm. 
to be like, oh, well, like, you're just, you're the hero, you're trailblazer. And it's like, that shouldn't be my job. Exactly. As someone who is disabled. Like, I, I, I appreciate that I'm able to do that, and I'm able that someone who does come here will, if they're an education major, will have that ramp on that building. Like, I appreciate that, but, like, I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to, like, fight for that. Mm-hmm. Like, it that's not. It should have been already there. Yeah. If you're, like, advertising, oh, we have this, this, and yeah. this, then where is it? It wasn't new that I was coming to the school. Exactly. You told them. That I, you I mean, like, I wasn't, this was in my cart since, like, spring semester. Exactly. You had from spring semester, summer, and then fall, because we didn't start our internship till like, late October. I was like, you had all of this stuff, or early October. You had months. Yeah. It's not even a matter of when it started. You had months. Like I said, like, what am I paying you for? Exactly. And it's always, like, you just never know, like, what. Like I said, I'm an understanding person. Mm-hmm. I know this school is, like, a thousand years old. Yeah. I know that. Like, I know I wasn't coming to, like, a modern school. Yeah. But when I'm not communicated with it, and when I'm just kind of, like, pitied for it, it's, like, that's not okay. No. And, like, like I said, I've never had a good like full experience with like school systems that like that was definitely not my life definitely not something I grew up with like my mom has fought I have fought like people have fought for what I needed and I was like all right like college it should have been different it should have been different like it should have been different because it's like like full of adults adults like yeah it's not they should have at least common sense yeah like and it's like what or like all the doors are broken handicap mm. on new hall which is like i don't necessarily need that push button it's good to have but though. it's good to have yeah for other students and those doors are heavy oh my gosh they are they're heavy and like i don't need one on my door but just like to get into the building when i have to leave to go home and i'm like carrying like a bag i have to like elbow my way through the door mm-hmm. because for some reason there's two security doors but then there's like four doors with no extra double layer so I'm not really sure what that like design plan was I was kind of told like some other things like oh I'm pretty sure they like changed my room with like a different person's room so I was told like oh there's gonna be like you like you should bring this but then I found other rooms with like stuff that it came with and I'm like okay like my even my room isn't really that well like my bathroom completely floods oh my gosh it floods because they built like a like a wheel and shower completely flat like which is not that's like the construction's fault that's not like necessarily like the hood hood's fault i mean they did they did hire these people yeah i was gonna say so it's like completely flat so that floods which like i'm lucky enough that i don't walk yeah but then i'm getting water everywhere oh my gosh and i'm lucky enough to live on the first floor but like if i lived above anyone else I for sure know it would flood. Yeah. Or it's getting water all over it. But if I walked, it's like a, it's a fall risk. It is. That's a fall risk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like what the heck? Um. They didn't have, when I first moved in, they didn't have, like, lowered bars on my closet. Um. So, like, we put, like, a little shelf, and then they came in, like, a few days later. Or, like, they, didn't, they came in because I think it was um, someone from, like, the head RAs, like, came in, like, the residential office. Mm-hmm. And then, like... They came in my room because I had two beds and then I had like so much furniture and my sophomore year moving in and then like they're like, oh, we're here to take the bed. And then I was like, well, can I keep like the furniture? And they're like, yeah, like, sure. Like, why not? And then they were, my mom was like, they didn't put your like lowered bar here. And then so like a few days later they came in and like put it in and then they like didn't 
put in like I guess there's just several lower people which like I like I'm not really like I don't really care about that yeah but like so they put that in a few days later that wasn't there and they were like oh well like the construction workers like never finished it like they never okay. finished this building well they should have done that first to be honest with you yeah like these were like definitely like really easy like putting in like a bar for a closet is like not it's not it's like it's drilling it in yeah and like the like people was just a drill like I watched them do it oh my god and I was just like why were these things like not done and I also like had no clue like they gave me like no information moving in either like it was just like oh like I had to email them and be like what do I like have in my room like I don't know like what I have like should I bring storage and they're like oh we'll just look online well online only shows a suite yeah it doesn't show what a private room looks like it shows like private suite room so I'm like of course they have like the kitchen counter the microwave the fridge in there the storage they have this 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 and that their bathrooms with this their sink is outside of the bathroom I didn't know what mine looked like until I opened that door when I moved in sophomore year oh my gosh yeah I had no clue so much for advertising <laughs> yeah and like I felt like too like when I told them because I didn't have a meeting and I was like like there needs to be like backup classrooms like if elevators break yeah a hundred percent because you're putting my classes on like the second or third floor like I've only ever had all my only classes uh, not even it was this year was like Hudson like I have two on the first floor and then I had one in the basement here in Rosenstock but Tatum you have to take an elevator to get into it no matter what yeah so I was like I need to have like backup classrooms I don't think they ever did it um, but they're like oh yeah that's like a really good idea yeah it's not that hard to I think about yeah <laughs> like this is like a small school what yeah I've been like through the ringer with oh hood and it's definitely like lowered like my expectation oh. of it and definitely like my overview of it like I said like I did heavily consider transferring mm-hmm. my sophomore year so oh my god they don't listen no at all I feel like no. for solutions wise I can only think of like sitting them down like everyone yeah and like I did that <laughs> it's still, and it like, still didn't, didn't work for you yeah like, like it, it was like it was like a good me like it wasn't a bad me like they were definitely very like l- like listening very like attentive but like they just never they just executed didn't, never got executed and I don't and for what guys <laughs> like oh well, we have bigger pathways okay <laughs> okay like thank you like I don't really know what that has to do with not putting a ramp on the building but (laughs) oh my gosh what would you say to um any hood faculty that's listening or Mm. any like authority type figure I don't like I said I don't I don't blame like the professors this is nothing to do with the the professors yeah I think the professors are like very accommodating oh yeah they're very much like we will like help the best we can I think, like, faculty-wise, I think, like, you just need to be, like, upfront and honest. Yeah. Like, I am used to not having things addressed. I am used to the word, like, no. Like, that is, like, what I'm used to. And, like, it never feels good, and it's not fair. I'm not saying it's right. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, your college not being accessible is right. Like, no, of course it's not right. But it saves, like, the time and energy and money mm-hmm. if you're honest about it. And that's the thing, too. Like, people, I feel like when they hear me talk about things like this, like, they will sometimes think or will say, like, oh, well, like, you know, like, you're like you're a great advocate. And I, I am an advocate. I have to be an advocate. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
because someone tells me no doesn't mean I have to go through that experience to not want to advocate for it. Yeah. I was upset about colleges not being accessible since I started looking for college. That still gave me passion and drive into like being like, wow, like this isn't right. I shouldn't like me experiencing it just like kind of like solidifies like Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter like if you're told the word yes so I would rather be honest about it and told the word no because dedicating your life to four years of something is a Uh, lot mm -hmm, and this isn't like like I mean of course like people commute but like for people who don't commute people who are out if I was an out-of-state student Oh my god. And I like all this was happening, like I would leave. I would immediately transfer. Yeah. Like this is not like four years and this is a lot of money. Like this is an expensive school. All colleges are expensive, but this is definitely like an expensive one. And I think like if you're not honest about it, like it just looks bad on you and it's gonna be worse for the person in it. And it's like a very like mentally hard process. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like it's not like physically wise, like what I'm not doing anything. But, like, mentally, it, like, it destroys, like, your self-esteem. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, why can't I get basic things? Why am I promised this and not, like, worked through it? And then on top of that, I have to also deal with what was essentially, like, my first year of college, like, on campus, dealing with that. I'm only 21. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm a young person. Yeah. And even though I have been in this chair in a while, it's like, I expect better. Especially with the world right now and how, yeah. it's, how it's, like, changing and stuff. Yeah. Follow that, please. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's always a fight, but when I'm advertised it's not a fight, like, I should be guaranteed that promise. Exactly. Especially somewhere that I'm dedicating four years of my life to. Where you're literally paying for. Yeah, I'm literally paying for. Yeah, it's not right, and it's not fair. That's the thing, too. I think that's an interesting thing about Hood is, like, Hood is in, like, the mecca of like Mm -hmm. disabilities because you have Johns Hopkins, Kennedy Krager, you have Children's Hospital, you have University of Maryland. Like these are big name hospitals. Yeah. People are moving here because of those hospitals. I mean, I moved to Baltimore. Like my family moved to Baltimore because I went to Johns Hopkins and Kennedy Krager because it was closer because I'm originally from Southern Maryland. Like the Waldorf area. And we moved because I was having a major surgery. And that three-hour drive every month or so, whatever, at the time was not not efficient. Like, it just wasn't working. Yeah. And that's, like, there's so many families like that. And then their kids grew up here. And Hood is in that middle spot. It's in that sweet spot. Like, enough that you are, like, an hour away from these major cities, these major hospitals. That's what I told them. Like they're always looking for places to recommend. They're always looking for places, especially near the hospital, because it's it's a good security that if anything happens, you have insurance. If you have insurance in Maryland, of course, your doctors are there. And if their doctors aren't there, you have a great care. And I was like, I, I've been going there since I was a kid. Like these people ask, they talk about it. I, I'm a peer mentor for like the Christopher Reeves Foundation. Like Ooh. people ask these questions. Yeah. And there is such an opportunity to be that college that has that offer, like that allowance, because that's all like someone who is disabled is looking for is like a school that does accept them. And if Hood could be that school, like it'd be great. It'd be great for Hood. Like marketing wise business wise economically like they have so many sponsors oh yeah that'd also be great for people in disabilities because then they have they're like okay like this is like a guaranteed like i'm good but because they don't it's such a disappointment 
mm-hmm. and I'm not, and I told them I'm not going to be the first one who comes here. Yeah. Because you advertise for that reason and because of the area you're in. Like, I'm not going to be that first one. And also, like, a lot of, like, the driving school is here. Tim was talking about it to people. He talked to him. That's how I found out about it was I asked him. Yeah. He's telling people boards are big near here, like, in the Green Spring area. So he's like, I'm not the first. I'm not going to be the last. I'm just the nicest one that you're dealing with <laughs> right now. Like, I'm being very nice to you. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I know how to be nice about it, but you're not going to get nice. No. <laughs> like, literally. you're not going to get nice. You're going to get those people who come up here and, like, wreak havoc, as they should. Yeah. And I think, like like I said, it's disappointing that I expect, like, University of Maryland. Realistically, someone who is, like, physically disabled probably wouldn't pick it because it's, like, miles and miles long. Like, oh it's my gosh, just, like, it's a big such school. a big school, <laughs> like, so many things. It's really hard. Hood does, you know, it's flat, it's small, classes are smaller, professors mm-hmm. are more personable, they're understanding. Like I said, Frederick is a good area, you know. It's like you have the downtown area, you have like the outside in the stuff, but they're just not like utilizing it. And it is like really frustrating. Essentially, Hood College do better. (laughs) I'm sorry that this is what you've been experiencing though. Like Like I said, I think like like a part of me like expects it. No, like a part of me expects like "Mm, this is not gonna go well. Yeah. Uh, um, I think just like based on like being disabled, like I said, I'm it's kind of like a shocker when things are like accessible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the other. It's like reversed. It's it's, yeah. I think I'm like I said. I'm fortunate enough, and I think um, it it definitely has like opened my eyes. I guess to like what I want to do mm-hmm. with myself in the future, and what like my values are like regarding that. And I think like like being like an education major. And like going through my experience in public school and now in like a college institution, like I said, I think like I've definitely grown from it. I don't know, like soul searching or whatever. I guess oh, <laughs> like, <that's cute>. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I think it definitely has like allowed me to be like I don't want any other person like me to go through this if they don't have to, and like whether that has to be me doing like the work now or like me doing that work later like I'm okay with that because like I don't like this should this should not be experienced by anyone yeah like any of the school system experiences I had should not be experienced by anyone and like I think like especially like being in your 20s as an like adult Mm -hmm. like that's something that like like I said gets like pushed aside like no one really talks about like also like advocacy for college because it's like no one really talks about that when you're disabled yeah like going to college was like yeah I want to go to college but it wasn't like really talked about like fully through until I was like looking at colleges because it's like no one really knows that process because it's so individualized for everyone that it's like hard to talk to people about it but I'm like if I can just get like that general like all right like no one can do this like I like no one has to go through what I did. Like, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with being that person. And I do want to, like, continue that, like, as I'm older. Like, kind of, like, fighting for, like, those kids. Because I do see those kids who are my age now or younger than me. And, like, their parents are worried or their families are worried. Like, what are they going to be like in college? Like, what's going to happen? And then you have everything going on, like, socially-wise being disabled. Mm-hmm. And then growing up is hard. Like, there's a lot of other factors that if I can just be, like, there for someone to be, like, you can guarantee, like, a little bit. Like, I'm okay with that, and I do want to do that. So there's, like, a, I don't know. I try to find a positive light out of it all because this is my reality. It's been my reality since I was two, and I can't, like, sit here and, like, be sad about it every day. Um, it's a lot easier to, and it's, like, something that, like, 
think like mental health wise it does take a toll like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm like you know perfectly happy every day with like myself and my disability of course not um and it is like a very isolating feeling you know it's like no one's the same as you everyone has like different abilities so I think like you know so the depression anxiety that comes along with it that is something that like happens but I like do try to find like something that's like okay I'm not gonna compare myself and be like well other people have it worse or I could be this I'm not gonna do that because mm-hmm. I don't think that's like the best method no it's not because <laughs> then I think it just makes me feel like oh wow like it yeah. makes me feel kind of worse I'm like mm, yeah. all right but I do try to be like okay this is over I can be mad about it I have that right to be mad about it but now I'm gonna like turn it into something different. Mm-hmm. So like I said, that's that's what I try to do. Of course, I'm not perfect. I'm not like mental health is like not like my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> but it is something that I try to think about. So I don't know. Maybe that's also just because I'm like a teacher, like <laughs> in the education major, and I just no, see like I kids my age, and I do see like little kids. So yeah. Oh, I, w- I love that. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I try to do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I started to do the same thing. I have never. It takes a long time. Yeah. I like, I've never used to do that because mm. I always, I did compare myself to like other people and I'm like, well, yeah. they have it worse than I do. But honestly, you are living in your own body. Like you. Yeah. Use what you got. I mean. Yeah. It's like you accept yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I will never like fully truly be like yeah i'm in a wheelchair like so casually like of course not like how can i and like yeah this is all even though this is all i've known like i know there is something different than me that is you know like better like i will be honest walking is better than being in a wheelchair but i'm okay with that like i'm okay with who i am and that's okay but there are going to be days and like that's okay so i gotta do what i can do to like not have those days or not like feel that way all the time and I don't feel that way all the time anymore and I feel like it's something I learned like more on my own like as I got older mm-hmm. I feel like like growing up is weird yeah like being in high school and middle school like hormonal like <sighs> weird like yeah. everything going on it's like that just comes along with it but I feel like now that I've like been in college for three years and like living in the dorm for three years like driven for a while like being in relationships, being in a relationship for a long time, having good friends, like, also, like, realizing, like, when you're older, like, people, like, my friends don't care, like, when I met them, like, they don't care, Mm -hmm. and I think that isn't really, like, something I realized until, like, I was, like, able to, like, kind of, like, not be in that, like, weird, like, teenage, like, younger teenage, like, high school setting. I 100% (laughs) Like, I'm not gonna say I'm, like, I'm probably still, like, in that weird, like, young 20s, like, puberty phase, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like, oh my god, I'm, like, so mature, like, I think I am mature enough to be, like, I'm gonna try to accept my disability and, Mm -hmm. like, realize that, like, my worth is okay, and, like, even though experience I have have sucked and they're, like, not fair to anyone, like, that is just gonna make me want to, like, do more for it and be, like, really focus on, like, you're not the problem, so, yeah, it's my, like, little spiel about it. (laughs) I, I talked about this in my recent podcast, but I was saying how physical disabled people, they have that extra step to go to. They like have yeah. that extra level to uncover. And it's so frustrating, but we have to do it anyways. Like, yeah, it's not like an option for us. Yeah. And I think like something also like that I realize that a lot of people don't realize is like anyone can be in my position in any minute. Yeah, it is. And I'm not wishing that. And that's not, like, the phrase, like, please, anyone who's listening, like, don't think I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I wish people, like, no. But, like, anyone can. And I do 
realize that and like I do so I feel like that also makes me like more like empathetic that Mm -hmm. people are like don't really understand like the stepping stones that we have to take and I think like there's like a certain level that I do like why I approach things so nicely about it and I am like oh because they don't understand that like this is like a like a plausible thing for someone to happen to like being disabled like is not a taboo thing no it's not like a weird thing like it's it can happen at for any random reason for like at any moment and so I am like well they just don't realize because they've never been in like our position but I think like that is like something that like no one really talks about is like you are always taking those stepping stones than like someone who isn't like disabled is like you are thinking about like that extra thing like oh my gosh like will they have an elevator at this place will they have it and like I think like I'm also like fortunate enough that like the people I know like understand that mm-hmm. but like people who don't know us like they don't understand that no and I think like that is like something that like they just don't realize because they don't like they don't they don't think like our life will ever interfere with theirs mm-hmm. or they will ever be in a position to be with like our life and I think like that is something like pretty interesting about it is like that I'm like talking to these people or like if something isn't accessible I'm like you know what they just they don't think about it because they don't think like they think we're like rare breeds right, <laughs> like, literally yeah. like, they're like oh my gosh like and that is like something that I like I do see now that I'm older and that was something like when I was younger I noticed like I never saw someone who looked like me mm. and like the media or like no. even walking oh around gosh. like like people from like small counties or like even big cities like I never saw like a girl in a wheelchair like going to college. Yeah. I never saw like like people in a wheelchair I saw were either in like power chairs or like older like that's like the notion. Like older people who are disabled are like older or they're like severely disabled. Like there's never like thought of like that middle ground where you're like independent, really cool, like just like chill, like Yeah. You're pretty healthy otherwise, besides like your <laughs> disability. Like that's never like like fully represented. So yeah. I feel like it's also, like, now that, like, I am getting older and I am seeing more, I think people are getting more aware, but they're still, like, uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Like, they're uncomfortable with the idea of disability, and I think, like, people don't people don't talk about that. And, like, no. that's okay. Like, I mean, I'm disabled, and if I meet other people with disabilities, like, I don't know, like, what, you know, like, what their disability, what their limits are. Like, yeah. it's okay to be uncomfortable, but, like, there's, like, that fine line of, like, being uncomfortable and then just being, like, all right like (laughs) let's let all right like take a step back you know so i think we just need to talk more about it even even if they don't want to talk about it i feel like yeah it's uh, good to be aware it's always exactly and have awareness i'm not asking for like people to memorize like every single form of like spinal cord injury paraplegia like everything to be accessible like yeah i'm not over here like i think like Frederick County Woods or like Baltimore County Woods should be like completely paved, knock down the trees. No, like that's <laughs> not what I'm asking. I'm just simply asking that maybe you put a ramp yeah. somewhere yeah. or like maybe put like one more handicap spot. Like yeah. it's not like it is like you said, like we do need to talk about it because I think people overestimate. Mm-hmm. They either like overestimate like what we need and are like super like, oh my gosh, I have this, this, this. And it's like i just this is open (laughs) space like i'm pretty i'm i'm chill right here like or like they like are very uncomfortable with it that like they don't have that empathy because they're just like well that's never gonna happen to me and i never see things like this so it's like okay it's either or it's there's never an in-between yeah from what i've came from my life experience yeah it's either like 
they treat you like you're severely disabled or like you can walk yeah like fully perfectly fine it's like well well uh. i'm not either (laughs) (laughs) yeah in the middle it's hard to find people in the middle yeah but i'm glad that we like have found some people in the yeah middle. i think like people just like need to like get to know you and like mm-hmm. i don't know also like like things are changing mm-hmm. i think kids too that's why i also like kids mm-hmm. because they're so open-minded and they just say anything yeah that comes i mean they just mind. come up to me like they're, they just touch my wood i'm like mm, all right that's <laughs> cool like all right yeah like i don't care they're kids yeah um and i think like that's the thing too is like no one's like inherently like well i mean some people i guess are but like majority of people are not like they don't hate disabled people. No, no. Like, you have to be pretty, like, psychotic to be <laughs> like, I think disabled people are, like, that's psychotic. Yeah. So, like, people are just uncomfortable about it. And yeah. I get it. It's an uncomfortable topic. Like, but I'm, like, like I don't know. I think it is, like, people are, like, more willing to talk about it than I think, like, people think. Like, I'm not saying, like, if I'm at a Target, like, like I don't want people coming up to me being, like, so tell me everything about your story. Yeah. But, like, if there's, like, a non-accessible place and they Mm -hmm. just ask me a question or if like I need help or people ask me if I need help like that's fine but like I don't know yeah it's definitely a I think I think things are changing and I think this is like the time now to definitely like push that like Mm -hmm. this is like a needed topic Mm -hmm. well I think that's all the time because do you have your final yeah I do have a final (laughs) (laughs) so excited oh my gosh Finals week. Good luck to yeah. everyone. Yeah, good luck. I feel yeah. like this is going to be out after finals. <laughs> well, I hope everyone did well then. Yeah. And if you don't have finals, I mean, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> 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 I hope today is a good day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for meeting with me, Sky. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was really fun. This, this was, really was a cool. great conversation. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm really happy that you reached out. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you everyone for tuning into Live, Laugh, and Limbless. I'm your host, Jesse Ramcharan, and I'm here with Sky Hagaberti. See you next time, besties, and have a fabulous day. Oh, oh.